0: This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today.
1: Let's go. Oh, I wake up to a little bit of
2: drool on my pillow. Feel like it's gonna be all a All right. Day. So, what, what what's going on, Big Man? We are we're counting down to the other Big Man uh, uh coming into yeah. town here.
1: No, yeah. Just 5 days, man. 5 days away. Merry Christmas to our O2 family, Andrew. Another Merry early Christmas. morning. sultry fall voice. Mm-hmm. things we do, with you, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of this this cold that's been hanging around. It's been been with me for a week, and uh, I kept saying, like, oh, I got it out of the way before Christmas, and here we are um, five days away, still not feeling right. Well, so there's
2: been a bunch of people I know that have had stuff, even myself, when I was over in Pennsylvania, kind of came with something that lingered for a minute, but we're talking in weeks, like three weeks, so I don't know, the old C word coming back around or something, but. It's all right. It's part of the uh, part of the year or part of the, the season of the year. Right? Part of the season. Um, That's right. I was going to ask you. There was something, but um, Get it. Drawing, drawing a blank, drawing, man. It's yeah, it It's early. It's the end of the year. We're trying to plug along through here. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is coming, isn't it? Fun uh, with kids and how Else, uh, how, how excited they get, and all the fun stuff.
1: It is, man. That Christmas magic, that Christmas energy is is a beautiful thing. So, and my girls, we're at the peak of it, man. I mean, we're at five and eight, you know. So they're um, they're geared up all the time for Burl Santa Claus and Elf on the Shelf and all that good stuff. So good <laughs> uh, stuff,
2: man. Speaking of Elf on the Shelf, yeah, uh, I sent you the picture sure and i had it on our i think I threw it up on our story When off on the shelf goes
1: bad yeah um, yeah your, your your elf came in came in a little hot <laughs> came in a little hot we got a little uh little facial damage there so uh missed the missed the landing coming back from old from work <laughs> yeah poor girl old tensile
2: anywho um well, been uh, been busy at all last week or so. I haven't, I haven't talked to you a whole lot. I
1: know you No You're working on your
2: turkey season. Yeah, yeah,
1: I've been I, I did I did do a little little hunting on the weekend um, with with uh with my buddy Kenny. We went out to a to a place and um it was the same same farm that I killed my buck on. And uh Kenny Kenny and I we've hunted public for 20 years and uh you know we get some options on on private every once in a while but it was like dude I see deer out here every time man like I literally every time that I've uh we saw one deer um nothing that we could shoot it was over the property line I was actually wounded we were walking out and this doe was like 20 20 yards from us and there's like she's like a little ditch and then she she's in someone's backyard up by the, by the car and she like someone had already shot her when us uh and she she needed to die man she was hurt pretty bad um and i i so i tried to like walk up and like scare her back towards and she just ended up running on to you know across the road to the other properties but um no man turkey season.com that podcast has been going really well i did a cool interview last night with uh some folks from louisiana so if you're if you're if you can fit turkey hunting content same turkey hunting if you fit turkey wild well, turkey culture heritage history into your brain in in late december man check it out it's a it's a good one, man. I'm not going to lie. I've been pretty happy with it so far. Great guests. So.
2: Good. I know you've been putting a lot of work into that and going into yeah. the
1: spring. It'll get everybody all geared up, ready to go.
2: Yeah. Um, we'll have more on here as well uh, when it comes to the turkey stuff. But So just so, for people listening this week, it's, it's going to be me and Paul. We're just going to be a quick rundown leading up here. Uh, what we've been doing, we've got a few new stories. No special guests. Um, we know everybody's busy with the holidays, so... We'll just kind of make this a relatively short episode. I had a busy week. Um, I went out and I shot a doe on, uh, it was it th- Thursday? Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, like that was one of the, it was an interesting hunt because it was in a, on a small piece of property with um, not a whole lot of space, but I put the arrow through her shoulder and it I showed you the picture. I think I posted on our, on our uh, social media, but that I used one of the fixed blade single bubbles, you know, you know, I'm, I'm pretty partial to those most of the time. And that arrow went right through that shoulder blade all the way through the body, stuck in the ground that deer ran. And it was textbook like, you know, dead deer don't run. She ran 15 yards or so and just went flop. Like did this big jump up, down, done. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything better. uh And I just going through and breaking her down, and you know, deboning her, and seeing that whatever it is it, scalp, or whatever, shoulder blade that was just a perfect. It looked like a gun, a bullet wound just went right through that. It's incredible to me. So I'll, I'll yeah. still, I don't think I'll ever be um ceased. To, never ceased to amaze me on that. But yeah, I was wanted- then. Uh, not hunting related, but man, it's just the the, the season we're talking about, the kids and also had a um I, I am a notorious for trying to pack way too much stuff into a small amount of time. Right. And it was it last Friday they went down to Hockey Hills down in Ellisonville, get on the, the Santa train. Yeah. With the kids. I mean we've been looking forward to this. I've had this book yeah. for a month. Threw them in the car. I decided to make a stop at the pharmacy. The pharmacy line was a massive cluster. I mean, it was was just a mess. Anyways, next thing I plug into my GPS. I don't. I don't know if I told you the story. Um, No. And it says six seventeen is my ETA. Okay. The train leaves at six. Oh. And then I'm. I'm like. um, I knew that. That six seventeen. That was high. Like there. There must have been an accident or something. It was screwy there that was causing that estimated time of arrival to be so high. But I'm like, how, how it should only be like, we should be a lot closer than that. Then I look at the email from the the train people. They're like, make sure you arrive half hour before the train leaves. And I'm like, well, that ain't happening. So I poor kids in the back and I'm like frustrated and, and um, they're like, are we going to make it then And I'm like, we're going to try. Like It was one of those things like, damn it, we're having fun. We're going to do this. So yeah. I got the pedal pedal down metal and uh, the ETA changes a little bit as time goes on. And so it's eventually it's like six or two. And my best guess we're about a half hour away. And I call, like, I got to call this place because if not, we're going to do something else. It's fun. We're going to take them. We're going to find some fun to do. And um, so I call the place and I Nice old lady on the other end. She said, like, well, we'll hold the train for till 6.05. And if you can get here, that would be great. So I'm like, like we're coming. She gives me the yeah. directions. Like, just so sweet and, and wonderful um, of where to go. So I we get down there. Again, I'm like probably going. I don't drive that fast to begin with. So if I go like seven over the speed limit, that's way high. Anyways, um, I get there. We, of course, there's no parking spots close. And I don't know if you've ever been down there, but the, you got the train and you got to get to the depot. Well, the depot's at the front of the train, and that's where your tickets are at. Well, everybody wants to park close to the depot. And when you're the last one, you end up parking at the end of the train. So you got the Rocky Mountain boot outlet and all this stuff. So we end up, I'm like trying to park and find us. I pull in, I'm like, guys, we got to roll. As so we j- jump out, and it's dark at this point, and we are sprinting down through the Rocky mountain thing, all the parking lots around the train. Like I'm, I'm sprinting. Okay. And I'm, I'm faster than my kids and their little legs are trying to keep up dad, dad, wait. I'm like, come on guys. We got to go. Yeah. And uh, So we, eventually we get around and we get to the dep- depot and we get, um, we get the tickets, we get on the train, we made it. Uh, it's one of those, stories you're gonna look at you know someday I'll laugh but man in the moment i, I was like livid and I, I was about to call kroger and cuss out their uh, pharmacy for being so whatever throw me off but it's my own fault <laughs> and uh we did make it on the train and then the next day we went down to wheeling uh west virginia and sat in that i well, went and saw stand at cabela's which i guess that's kind of right? Um, yeah, that was their first trip to, to Cabells and Wheeling, and that was that was good. And then we went and saw the lights at Ogilvy, which I'm um, be honest with you, I don't think it was worth it. Uh, really, we sat we sat in a long, long line, and uh, yeah, but it was fun. It was something that the you know the kids don't remember, and I can say I did it, and we're not doing it again. So, um,
1: there you go. Yeah the the, the was... Santa trains the Santa trains a good run I'm I, good for you man making it that's uh we're gonna try that's like channeling your inner Clark Griswold that's exactly what I thought between that yeah. and then Annie was like um my daughter
2: was like Dad, this is like in Home Alone where they're running through the airport trying to you know uh, and I think Run Run Rudolph came on the radio as we're driving down the road and I'm like yes this is yeah. exactly what it's like.
1: You know it's 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 so, funny like in in 10 years your kids probably won't even remember the actual train ride but they'll remember right, you right. like freaking out and then like sprinting to the train like that's what that's what I they'll know. remember you know uh, so this now,
2: this this holiday season if nothing else has taught me a lot of fun uh dad adventures and parenting yeah and
1: yeah stuff, for sure so. we went we went to we did the santa train last year and uh my my youngest daughter, she we were like standing by the by the the mountain goat or the the ram or whatever it is uh, there at Rocky Boot, and uh, we we're just kind of like standing right next to it. And 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 for those of you, I think it's on I think it's on our Instagram page. It's, uh, um, but but Mo, she gets underneath this this ram and this this ram statue is like anatomically correct, so it's got correct. a little ball sack hanging down from it. And so I look over, and she's like, "Dad, it's the poop." And she's like holding this like <laughs> sculpted ram statue ball sack in her hand, and she's like, "It's the poop." And I'm like, "Get out from under there!" I'm like, "Wait a minute, get back in there." That's really funny because I was like, I gotta, "I gotta show your mom." And I said, like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "It's the poop," and she's like touching this this ram ball sack, and I'm just like, "Get out from under!" There. I can only take so much of it. I'm like, "Get out!" <laughs> but it was it was hilarious, so fun. Man, yeah, so kids fun. are great, man. Yeah, kids are yeah. great. So. What news we got, man?
2: Well, um, let's uh, real quick. Thanks to our partners, uh, Go Wild, TimeToGoWild um, They are the dudes over there. We got our fishing trip booked. We'll talk about that in a second um, for next year, going up with them. But that's your outdoor social media platform. Um, have got lots of stuff on their shop. Lots of animals going down. Super positive community, man. It's one of those ones I just need to spend. That's where I need to focus all my time when it comes to social media. Um, but thank you to the guys over Go Wild, Brad and Company. And then uh, uh, let's see, Justin and Ryan over at Blackgate, blackgatehoney.com. Those guys are cameras we talked about last week. Uh, if it, it's too late to get one in for Christmas, maybe for after. The season, mine are still firing away. Um, Lots of good pictures coming through and videos. Um, Timber Ninja, thank you to them. Man, I'm so so bad, Paul, with these codes and stuff. Let's start with Timber Ninja's code. It's Ohio for free shipping. And all your saddle and mobile hunting needs. Super high quality stuff. Uh, Go back and listen to last week's show if you you have um, more interest. We talked a little little bit more in depth about each of the saddles that we were running this this year. Um, And then Blackgate code, sorry, because I'm really bad at this, O2 podcast, 10% off. And last but not least, deer nuts. So this is the time of season you're trying to get deer to come in. You bring them a food source, those deer nuts. um, It's deer nuts. Dot com slash Ohio. Uh, you can find them at a lot of tr- like tractor supply and king, other feed shops or places, feed mills. But those things are awesome. Um, those acorn flavored nuggets that um, it, it brings deer in, man. I'm not joking. Like it's crazy. So try those out. Am I missing anything, Paul?
1: No, that's it, man. Other than the hollow right. shop, O2podcast.com, click on the shop. Some cool stuff there. where you go hunting. Yes. There. <clears throat> Go check that out.
2: Um, it's legit online retail
1: with almost with thought thousands of brands. Whatever you got, items. Yeah, there's a uh, lot. There. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's some good stuff. It's all broken down into categories. So Timber Ninja, Half Rack. You know, a, a lot of the the friends that we've made on the show, we talk about every week. You can get their products directly from uh, from our website. So, super easy. <clears throat>
2: all right so i'm gonna go ahead and read this article and we'll kind of talk about it as we go um, this is from odnr this is the lake erie walleye yellow perch 2023 hatch results so the results are in um and they revealed that the walleye hatches were exceptional on yellow perch hatches were below average in 2023 i don't think that's news there we've been talking about how great the walleye are and yellow perch have been, been kind of struggling up there <clears throat> but uh, let's see. Um, according to Kendra Wecker, uh, we've still got years to come of remarkable walleye fishing. The walleye fishing capital of the world will have great fishing for years to come after another another favorable hatch. Although the yellow perch hatch was below the long-term average anglers in the western basin of Lake Erie, can expect some seasonally good fishing for yellow perch during the summer of 2024. Uh, the data... From the annual trials, surveys conducted by the Division of Wildlife are combined with those collected by the Ontario Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry to indicate the combined success of spawning and early life survival of walleye and yellow perch in the Western Basin. In the Central Basin, Ohio's trials are used in conjunction with other agency surveys to gauge hatch success. Results allow biologists to estimate how many young fish will enter the catchable population two years later. These indices are a key piece of information used by the interagency Lake Erie Committee of the Great Lakes Fishery Commission to determine annual levels of safe harvest for walleye and yellow perch. Paul, this is a great example of why I should not be the one teaching my my child how to read, okay? Uh, So in the discussion of the walleye, um, in an An unprecedented run of great walleye hatches, four of the survey's top five hatches have occurred during the past six years. The 2023 Western Basin Walleye Hatch Index was 132 fish per hectare, um, which is the standard measure of of catch per area, well above the average of 56, the fifth largest in the survey's 36-year history. So, 2023 it was 132 and the average is 56. That's a lot, right? That's a lot, a lot. Right. Um, in the central basin, a, ten, a trend of exceptional walleye hatches continued with a survey result of 42 young of year walleye per hectare, well above the average of seven per hectare. Um, this was the second highest of 34 survey years. The Central Basin walleye hatches are likely a small component of the lake-wide population, but tagging studies suggest that fish hatched in the Central Basin spend more time there compared to migratory walleye from the Western Basin. Good Central Basin walleye hatches provide local fishing opportunities when large schools of migratory walleye have left. All right, so that's the good news, right? The is good. So let's see. The perch, um, the Western Basin yellow perch hatch, was below average, but should contribute to the above-average population. The Ohio Ontario Survey Index was, was was 381 young of year yellow perch per hectare, below the average of 464. This year's results rank 18th of the survey's 36 years, so right in the middle. Um, in 2023, summer and late fall yellow, yellow perch fishing in the Western Basin provided the best angler harvest rates observed in years. Hatch con- contributions from previous years should continue the trend of good yellow perch fishing in 2024. So, a little bit better news on that end um, as far as uh, the perch goes. um Let's see here. Last part the Central Basin yellow perch. The Central Basin is split into two management zones for yellow perch. The Central Zone, which is from here on to fairport harbor and the east zone from fairport harbor to the ohio pennsylvania border hatch results were below average for both zones the central zone index of 13 young of year perch per hectare was below the average of 38. so 13 this year the average is 38 the east zone index of three per hectare was below the average of 37. central and east zone hatches ranked 20th and 28th of the 34-year study, for 34 survey years, sorry, respectively. Limit catches of yellow perch were again common in in the late fall near the Central Basin harbors in 2023, indicating that good seasonal opportunities still exist. So even though the numbers are not great from the studies, they're still seeing people harvesting there in the late fall. I think we need to work on getting a fish biologist on to discuss some of these details as far as what they're seeing and why they see it. So it's a little bit interesting there. That's one thing I can't talk about at all. I don't know. Nothing about no fishes, no fishes. We just go out and try to try to catch them. So, um, but walleye, man, it's like we talked about last week, great time. Book those walleye charters. You're going to be successful.
1: Yeah. Those guys book up quick. Look up real quick.
2: Yeah. So, All right. A couple other news stories here, real quick. Report uh, fur bear sightings to contribute to wildlife research. So, ODNR is, is seeking reports of gray foxes, river otters, black bears, and other fur bears. Uh, these reports can be submitted to the wildlife reporting system at wildohow.gov and on the Hunt and Fish app. So, if you're seeing any of these animals out there, make sure you are reporting it because they want to know. Uh, um, we've got ODNR to dedicate Ohio's 145th state nature preserve, um, which I think is actually happening today. And that is the Blue, Blue Creek Limestone Glade State Nature Preserve. Wow. That is a mouthful, uh, which will join the Metro parks of Toledo. So that, that's always good. And probably the numbers that people like to hear the most, Ohio hunters check 15,469 deer during the extra gun weekend. I know a few people that were able to put some meat in the freezer last weekend and they contributed to this. So how does that rack up compared to past years and such? So 15. 469 that was this year and last year it was fifteen one sixty four. so pretty close they're so up a little up a little bit yeah um during the two-day gun weekend over the last three years so that the three-year average is 13329 so we're up a couple thousand uh, from the three-year average but Paul, you want to talk about
1: the Let's see. You want to guess the top counties? Uh I'm going to say number one, Kachakton, always. I mean, uh, I'm say, <laughs> uh, number always. two, Tuscar- Tuscaroras, yep. park. Number three, yep. mm, Muskingum, Ashtabula
2: Ashtabulo. Ashtabulo. So Kachakton, 534 over the two day weekend. Tuscaroras, 505. Ashtabula 470, and down the way we had Carroll County, Knox County, Muskingum County, Licking Homes, Ashland,
1: um, and Guernsey. There you go. So, yeah, that's... Good uh, Good job. Good job, deer killers.
2: This is one that... uh, Final note on this, because it's in here in this email, but the um, out-of-state hunters. So... Ohio's reputation as an excellent deer hunting state has motivated 402,389 hunters to obtain deer permits for the season as of Sunday, December 17th. Out-of-state hunters from Pennsylvania, a little over 7,000. Michigan, a little over 5,000. West Virginia, 3,700. North Carolina, 3,200. New York, 29, Just under 3,000. In um, other states, had uh boosting local economies as they travel to Ohio for a chance to harvest a Buckeye State whitetail. So, yeah. our friends from
1: other states that are coming in and shooting our deers. Yeah, we talked about oh, uh, we- that economic impact study on one of our yeah. recent episodes. So, pretty neat, man. That's good. Pretty neat. Stuff, and that's and that's you know that can be a contentious point, right? People coming out of state to hunt. Those are our deer, right? So I don't yes. know. I like hunting out of state, you know, it's the experience for me, man. So yeah, actually that, idea. that, yeah, that, that brought like that right there, that, that topic of, you know, out of state hunters and Dan Johnson, old nine fingers put up a, a quote the other day. There's a lot of talk of like, uh, like the access, like people losing access to farms because of leasing or, you know, landowner moves or, or, or whatever it is and how it's getting more expensive to, um, to, to to deer hunt specifically in this country, and I was thinking about I like because because I've I've lost access to places and I've I've dealt with more people, turkey hunting, uh, on private land or public land and and deer hunting on on the public spots, um, and I was just like I will just move on right like I was just do something different like I go to a different spot you know like I experience something new, and I was thinking about it and I'm like, man, these same guys that are complaining about like loss of access because of leasing are the ones that, that we've devalued the experience of deer hunting in this country. And we just put it solely like the, the fun, right. Is the trophy aspect is the antler aspect. So we've, we've inflated the the cost, the price to participate because we've devalued like the actual, like meaning of it, like just enjoying it. Right. Just having fun. And we put all the value on shooting big deer. So, it's like these guys that that run all these podcasts and, and Facebook, Instagram page, whatever, and complain about it. You did it to yourself. I have I have zero sympathy for that, man. For those guys yeah. specifically. I have sympathy for the guys that are just out enjoying it and loving it and doing it. And you lose access. Like it sucks, but it's because of the the climate that we've created. We've devalued the experience in this country. That's it. That's all I've got. What else? Big topic. It is. That's too, it, man. Too big of a- Two-bit topic for seven forty-five on Wednesday, December twentieth. Merry Christmas, guys! We appreciate you listening. We see you guys. Thanks for all the interaction. You still out Absolutely. there shooting ducks? Good luck in you the got water, Val Yeah, good stuff.
2: All right, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we will talk next week. Merry Christmas.